Jesus said you have come to open our eyes and lead us into all truth. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable to you that as I speak, it will be like the word of a, the pen of a ready writer inscribing your very mind upon the hearts of your people. It will be tattooed with the ink of heaven, the blood of Jesus. It will not wash away. Time will not wash this away. The enemy will not steal away. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, I commit this service into your hands. It is a pivotal message. Prophetic in nature. Let your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name. Open with me quickly because of time to Ezekiel chapter 34. Take a harmony. The Lord bless you. Ezekiel chapter 34. I read from the New King James Version from verse 25. Please follow me. Stay with me. Don't be distracted. If you sit down next to somebody who is looking shifty, I permit you find somewhere else. You can't afford not to hear the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 25. I will make a covenant of peace with them. God said he will make a covenant of peace with us and cause wild beasts to cease from our land. They will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. He says, I will make them and the place all around my hill a blessing. I will cause showers to come down in their season. There shall be showers of blessing. There shall be showers of blessing. Then the trees of the field shall yield their fruit and the earth shall yield her increase. They shall be safe in their land and they shall know that I am the Lord when I have broken the bands of their yoke and delivered them from the hands of those who enslaved And they shall no longer be a prey for the nations. Nor shall beasts of the land devour them. But they shall dwell safely. And no one shall make them afraid. I will rise up for them. I will raise up for them, sorry. A garden of renown. And they shall no longer be consumed with hunger in the land. Nor bear the shame of the Gentiles anymore. Verse 30. Thus they shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. And they, and they, the house of Israel, I, my people, says the Lord God. Verse 31 and final. You are my flock, the flock of my pasture. You are men. And I am your God, says the Lord God. This morning I want to lay a message that will be concluded over the next three days, Wednesday to Friday of prayer. And it's called the Declaration of Freedom. Every time there's emancipation, you must have a document. Today, God has given us a word that I proclaim to the nations, I proclaim to the people. Last week, I said, many of us focus on the individual or family of the church. God is raising us to speak to the nations. Amen. 
many years ago when he said you're a governmental church, I, uh, but now I have entered into our own. From here, God speaks to the nations. Somebody once asked me clearly that you've said that 2019 is our turning point here. And the month of August was a month of emancipation. And we are entering in, in September into freedom. Is this a race thing? And I said, no, it is not a race thing. It's an adoption thing. Are you listening to me? In Romans chapter 8 verse 14, I read. The Bible says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the... How many of you are led by the Spirit of God? I'm not talking... This is not asking anybody a question that you are thinking. I am led by the Spirit of God. I am filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, as many as are led by what? The Spirit of God are the sons of God. Put the New Living Translation on for me, verse 15. He says, so you have not received a spirit that makes you what? Fearful slaves. Only a slave is bound. He said, this spirit I've given you cannot bind you. You are un unbindable, if there's a word like that. Cannot be bound. I have not given you the spirit of fear to make you fearful slaves. Praise the Lord. He says, instead, you have received the spirit, God's spirit, when he adopted you as his own children. Now you call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with my spirit. It's not my mind. You can break my mind. You can't break my spirit. His spirit joins with my spirit to affirm that I'm God's child. And since I'm a child of God, I am his heir. And joint heir with Christ. Therefore, it is not a race thing. It's an adoption thing. The day I came into Christ, every promise of Christ became mine. You cannot enslave a child of God. Oh my God, praise the Lord. I am not here to preach to you. If I've gone into, in fact, I've gone into a stage now that I've got to say what I've got to say. If you came in here saying, I want you to help me preach against my neighbor, we have gone beyond that. It's a new day. It's beyond us. It's beyond me. It is now us in total. Praise the Lord. He says, I have not given you a spirit to make you a fearful slave. I am not a fearful slave. I am a child of God. Come on, declare it. I am not a fearful slave. I am a child of God. I am not a fearful slave. I am a child of God. Stand to your feet. Shout it aloud. I am not a fearful slave. I am a child of God. Speak to your spirit. I am not a fearful slave. I am a child of God. So if you make it a color thing, you want to enslave me. I am not a fearful slave. I am a child of God. Can you hear me clearly? The color does not matter. The covenant is all that matters. Praise the Lord. Now, you may be seated. Because the covenant is all that matters, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 11 says, Therefore, remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh who were called uncircumcised by what is called circumcised, made in the flesh by hands. Which means the circumcised tried to separate us. That no, you are out of the covenant. He says once you are like that, 
Praise the Lord. But no longer. Verse 12 says, but at the time you were without Christ. We know. It says, being aliens from what? The commonwealth. You don't need to ask what that commonwealth means, wealth in common. Praise the Lord. It says, of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope, without God in the world. Verse 13, but now. So now is the time. It happened 2,000, over 2,000 years ago. But now is God's Kairos time. There is an enforcement in the name of Jesus. You know, many a times you go to a court, they give you a judgment, but somebody needs to enforce it. 2,000 years ago, the judgment was given, but now it is being enforced. I am not an alien. I am part of the commonwealth, Israel. I enjoy the same promise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm a commonwealth citizen of the kingdom. Therefore, it is not a race thing. The prophetic word is for the now season, for a people in Christ. In 1900, barely 5% of Africa was born again. Barely 5% of Africa considered themselves in covenant with God. Fast forward over 100 years down the line. In some countries, it's as much, like the Seychelles, 97% say they are Christians. In Democratic Republic of Congo, 96 or 93% say they are Christians. In the United Kingdom, they have rejected Christ. We are in a covenant with God. Therefore, because of covenant, it's my time. Therefore, because of covenant, it's my season. Are you hearing me? Ah, please, I do not want to deal. Some of you are rolling your eyes and saying, Pastor, this is not for you. This is for me. This is for my children. If people that don't know who they are kill themselves on the street of Tottenham, but when God tells you who you are, that you were once aliens, now you are adopted by me. You are joint heir with Christ. You are not a, a child created for destruction. You are not a non-entity. You are somebody in Christ. And once you know that, you stand up as men. You do not stand up as a beast. For the Bible says, a man in honor who does not know it is worse than the beast of the field that perished. When you don't know who you are, you can be killed as a dog in the street. When you know who you are in Christ, you will say, it is my time to arise. It is my time to arise. It is my time to arise in the mighty name of Jesus. For so long, we have been removed from the covenant of Israel. For so long, as a people, many people have risen over us to determine negatively our outcome. But in this season, God says, I arise over you and I begin to reign as your God to bring you into what is your own in the name of Jesus. If people rise and fall on leadership, for so long we have had tyrants, both outside the, the continent, outside our people, and from within. They have negatively impacted our destiny. But in this season, God says, I want to bring you into your own. Number one, God wants to begin to handle what I call national influencers. Ezekiel chapter 34. Going back to the scripture we read. I'm going to start from verse 1. 
And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Bear with me, I'll be rushing through this. Prophesy what? Against the shepherds of Israel. I go down further. It says, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Verse 3. It says, You eat the fat and clothe yourself with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings. Verse 4. The weak amongst you, you have not strengthened. That's what the leaders have done so far. The Bible says, in verse, in verse, going down in verse 4, it says, with force and cruelty, you have ruled them. Verse 5, it says, they were scattered because there was no shepherd. A young boy in Kinshasa, a young boy in Lagos, a young girl in Benin, a young girl in, in uh, Zimbabwe, Harare, will say, I would rather die in the Mediterranean Sea than stay in this country. Why? Because the shepherds have cruelly ruled them and they have scattered them and made them beasts of the field. They've exposed them to traffickers, people who have prostituted them, raped them, made them nobody. But God says, I am God. It is time to reverse that. I am not here to excite you. I'm here to inform you about what God intends to do. You either line up or you fall out. God intends. It is time for emancipation. And as emancipation means that God by his own mighty hand will raise up shepherds. There are national leaders, even church leaders that have abused, telling God's own people to eat grass, drink diesel, drink Coke and Fanta, mixing it in their mouth for deliverance, lying to them. And God says, enough is enough. I'm about to deliver them from your hands, saith the Lord. I'm about to change their experience and their story. No longer shall they be a people who are deceived, but the Lord himself shall raise shepherds for them. All of a sudden, we are going into 2020. A decade of a wind of change. There are leaders that will die suddenly. There are pastors that you know, big name, that will be removed suddenly. God will raise for his people. A people that love God and that love the people of God in the name of Jesus. Dignity shall be restored. As I said, it's not just a message. It's what God has revealed. If you like, note it. Some of these things will take 30 to 40 years for you to look back and see. But we never prophesy for our time. We speak what God has said. But from 2020, you begin to see the wind of change happen in the name of Jesus. God is going to deal with national influencers. Those within and those without. They are seeking to destabilize a continent for their own benefit. It will no longer happen in Jesus' name. Hear this. Number two. It's not just national influencers. I call them evil citizens. There are some citizens that collude. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 20. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 20. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep. Because you have pushed with the side and the shoulder, butted all the weak ones with your horns and scattered them abroad. 
which means sometimes it's not just the shepherds. There are some sheep that have been purposely fattened. There are some citizens that have colluded with bad leaders, collected bribes to disrupt the lives of others. There are some that have decided that a region will not have light for their own benefit. Listen to me. God says, I am going to judge between the fat and the lean sheep. And I will take out the fat that the lean sheep may be gathered back. Hear me. The Lord is moving over a people. The Lord is judging, weighing the people. And ensuring that those who are set upon them and those who are within them that are troubling them, the Lord will trouble them. The Lord will trouble them. The Lord will trouble them. But this is where I'm going. Those kind of sheep-to-sheep violence. You've seen the rise of xenophobia. I'm not even going to go there and be political. Brother killing brother. Rather than understanding that actually it's the influencers that have destabilized all of you. They begin to hack each other down, saying this is my space. The Lord will change all that in Jesus' name. But the main area that I'm going, because we need to, we're going to pray on, on Wednesday. We're going to deal with this heavily on Wednesday. The main area I'm going is what, number three, foreign influencers. I want to park here. Historically, the state of play has been orchestrated by foreign slave masters. In the scripture we read, he said, I will deliver them from those who have chosen to enslave them. And I will make sure that they are not the prey of nations. I am not being political. I am being factual. Are you listening to me? Ezekiel chapter 34, for your reference, verse 27. New Living Translation, please put it on the screen. It says, the orchards and the fields of my people will yield bumper crops. That is prophetic. And everyone will live in safety when I have. This is the promise. We said his promises are what? Yea and amen. He not a man that he should lie. He says, I will, I will have broken their chains of slavery. And rescued them from those who what enslaved them. No longer will they be prey for the nations. In November 15th, on November 15th, 1884. And it lasted till the 26th of February, 1885. Three months. So what they did in three months, in three days. By the grace of God, it will be reversed. It was called the Berlin Conference. They sat down and carved up a continent and said, let us enslave them. There were a number of nations they are not going to bother. There was a man called Leopold, and I'm going to focus on a particular nation. I am of Nigerian origin, so I'm not going to talk about Nigeria. I know what they have done then. But let me expose us. In a, country, in a country called today, the Democratic Republic of Congo, there was a king, Leopold II of Belgium, who called this conference because of what he wanted to gain. The conference was called because all the other nations, there were 12 nations there, were saying, how come Belgium is a small nation? is already tapping resources. 
So they decided, okay, you leave us and you take. England took Nigeria. And this man, in order to make this country the current Democratic Republic of Congo, his personal property, not the state of Belgium. He called it the Congo Free State. And between 1885 and 1906, he killed 10 million people. In order for him to make you produce for him, he would take a man, put his wife and his daughter and his son before him, and amputate them. And say, if you don't produce, I will shoot them. Hear this. We are, and the scripture we read in Ephesians, please, before you turn political, understand that I'm very clear, scripturally. The Bible says we, are, we were once aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Whatever Israel enjoys, we have a right to enjoy. In Germany, in the 1940s, six million Jews were slain. Six million Jews were slain. Black Lives Matter. Six million Jews were slain. And rightfully so, it has been recognized till today. If your child goes to a school here, they may take them. My son has been to the camp. And he has seen what happened to our brothers, our Jewish brothers. But one of the things that humanity has not agreed till today is the 10 million that were slaughtered in the Democratic Republic of Congo. In fact, the Belgium Museum that housed, they actually built colonial examples of how these people were ill-treated. It took them just recently 10 years to renovate it and to say they want to wipe the history of what happened in Belgium. But yet, they still celebrated it. Men wearing safari suits and painting their face black. Listen to me. I am not being racist. I said it's not a race thing. It is a, an adoption thing, a covenant thing. If the Holocaust was remembered, God says, even if man refused to remember in the courts of heaven, in the courts of earth, I have weighed it in heaven. And now emancipation has come. Or oh, that your amen was like, you're not sure. Now emancipation has come. Let me tell you why it is important that you understand this. My daughter came home recently and complained bitterly. I said, why? She said somebody walked into the staff room where she's working part-time. And there were a number of, I would say it, black children sitting down. Workers. They're not children, they're workers. And this man walked in and said, oh. And he said, what's wrong with you? He said, I'm feeling uncomfortable. And they said, why? He said, because I feel out of place. So they said, why? He said, um... They said, well, actually, this is how we feel. Sit down. He sat down and did not open his mouth to say, their colleague. Because whenever we gather united, we destabilize. And these are not, we are talking about people under 30. If a generation has that mind, you will be surprised how making the people not stand together is an agenda. Because once you stand together, my God, when you stand together, 
when you stand together and not recognizing what happened to 10 million brothers in the Democratic Republic of Congo is an evil. Today, anti-Semitism is if you do not recognize the Holocaust. In fact, it is illegal. Now, to tell me that you don't recognize the death of my brothers is illegal. And the courts of heaven have said, now I will answer. A change has come. By the way, it's one thing to recognize. The second thing is to recompense. Since the Holocaust, over 70 billion U.S. dollars have been paid to the families or the trust of the Holocaust. Now listen to me. The entire foreign reserve of Nigeria is 44 billion. The entire foreign reserve of, of uh, South Africa is 44 billion or 45. They have paid more than the wealth of Nigeria to the Jews because of the Holocaust, which means there must be restitution. Zacchaeus said to everyone that I have stolen from, I will, re I will repay. But not one farthing. You have not even recognized, let alone recompensed. The court of Germany today, that's financial recompensation. The courts of Germany today have recognized land stolen from the Jews. Today, German, citizen, German citizens have been evicted from the land that they stole, that Hitler gave them from the Jews. If you, got, if you Google the newspaper, they are, they are, the courts have given possession order to say if you can trace that the Jew owned this land and it was given to you, you must give it back. Some of them said we bought it clearly at an auction. They said we don't care. It was illegally given. It must be returned. Listen to me. Not only have you not recompensed financially, you are still occupying. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, Glencore, a UK, a UK company, owns most of the mines. BP and Shell, sorry I'm going there. They own nothing here, but they declare billions of profit from Nigerians' wells. Listen to me. God has judged. Emancipation has come. If God can ensure that my Jewish brothers are emancipated, it's my time. Daniel said he understood by books that it was time for the liberation of Israel. For he knew that 70 years had been complete. We know that is our time. We understand it's our time. I wake up 5 a.m. every morning. I say, Lord, I stand like Daniel. And I decree that your hand will move mightily. What God wants to do to the West, if I mention the names of the country, you will know that they are the ones that God has weighed. And from 2020, he's going to turn them upside down. That there may be a recompense to the people of Africa. I am not trying to be emotional or excited. And guess what? It is not a race thing. If you are my brother, Caucasian, yellow, white, green, and you are a covenant brother, you will not allow your brother be cheated. I stand, praise the Lord. And I decree to you, it's our time. Thank God for emancipation. Now we walk into the reality of freedom. No longer will my son stand up and think he does not have the equal capacity to become. They will run, outrun the chariots of Ahab. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Declare after me, I am emancipated. It's my season to move forward. My children, move forward. In the name of Jesus. The richest regions in minerals and mineral resources still remain in the hands of the foreign slave masters. But he says, I have not given you the spirit of fear to be enslaved again. We are free. We are free. From Wednesday the 4th to Friday the 6th. Three months they sat down and carved up Africa. Three days would enforce the will of God. It's time. You say, what has God, I'm, I'm, I live in sorrow. What's, what's my business? A people, the reason why, I've always said, why would a people who were killed, their parents were killed in Second World War, in 70 years they owned the world. It was because over 70 billion was restored to them. When you restore a person's identity, you restore their dignity. And they can arise like a people. They killed 6 million Jews. But in 70 years, they've arisen. They killed millions of Africans. But because it has not been recognized, recompensed, or restituted, we still, as it were, stay chained. Whether you're in the ghettos of New York or in the slums and projects of East London, it still is in your mind. But today, the chains are broken in the name of Jesus. We arise as a people. We look at the former slave masters and say, you are my brother. We are equal. The Lord has said, the commonwealth of Israel is ours in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet. Let us pray. Let us pray. Hold the hands of somebody. We're going to pray for ourselves as individuals. There's no point talking about a people if you're still chained as an individual. Chaining sometimes is spiritual blindness. The incapacity to see what God is saying. What God is saying about you. For like I said earlier, a, a, a man in honor who does not know it is worse than the beast of the field who perishes. So we are going to pray and say, Lord, help me know what you are doing for me in this season. Come on, begin to pray. Say, help me know. You're holding that hand in agreement. Not just you know, but the person next to you must know what God has in store for them. We arise as a people. We don't arise as individuals. We arise as a people to do the will of God. We arise as a people. Circumstantial limitation. Chains limit people. It weighs you down. It makes sure that you are limited by your movement. Henceforth, the chains are broken. You move forward as an individual. Your family moves forward. Your eyes of understanding are illuminated in the mighty name of Jesus. No more chains. No more chains. We are delivered. You are delivered. Your family, you are delivered. You are delivered from disease, from death. You are delivered from untimely termination in the name of Jesus. Every prognosis and fatwa over your life to remove you from this earth before your time. We break it in the name of Jesus and we release you into your own. Let it be so, O oh God. Father, we give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. 